The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Where we have a dream to create a community full of happy, healthy, and knowledgeable people who create global positive change through sharing their journey. Tune in, saddle up, and listen in. Be inspired. Ladies and gentlemen and friends, Jamie Milne here from the Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. I hope you are having a magnificent day. You've had a spectacular day, and I thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast. Now, today is on the topic of being hard on yourself, and I don't know about you, but I have had a very diverse and turbulent experience and past with being too hard on myself, having high standards, having negative self-talk or trash talk and things like that. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that today because how we think directly affects how we feel and our emotions and our feelings directly affects our attitudes, behaviours, choices and things like that. So I want to help you and empower you, support you and nurture you to have some more self-compassion, some understanding to yourself and to change that negative trash self-talk you may have and even give you some tools to view some of your biggest life mistakes, fuck-ups and failures if you look at them like that and see them as a teacher and a valuable resource for positive and profound change. But I think we need to start right at the beginning and we're going to travel through this and navigate through this swiftly. So I'd like to ask you a question. So do you know the difference between your brain and your mind? What is the difference between those things? Have a little think for a second. What would be the difference between those things? How could you describe that? Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the way I understand it, my perception is the brain is a physical thing. So the brain is not that you'd want to, but it's something you could touch. It's like your hand, your arm, your knee, your foot or even like your lungs or your heart. So it's a, it's a physical thing. It is matter. And your mind, on the other hand, is invisible. It's intangible. You, you can't see it. So why I've asked you that question is because the mind is directly responsible for how we think and our thoughts. So... If you could just imagine for a second, even like a whiteboard or a blackboard or even a piece of paper, if I was to draw you like a flow chart, you could look at it and we would start with thinking. So we'd have the word think. And think directly moves on to feelings or emotions. And that segues immediately on to choices or decisions. So that would be how we think, directly affects how we feel, which ultimately dictates the choices, the behaviours, the attitudes and the actions that we, that we do. And in that order. So it starts with thought. 
So if we know it starts with thought, we can sometimes find that we are often reminiscing in the mistakes, the failures, the bad experiences, the decisions, the actions that we often regret or think are less desirable. And we can be reminiscing about those like a broken record that continues to play the same old fucking miserable tune. When I was growing up, I had a modest or somewhat subtle experience with religion. It wasn't a big one, a big experience, but I went to a couple of churches. One was like a seven-day Adventist church with a friend of mine. Um, that didn't last very long. And the other one was um, a church in my hometown that had just started up. Now, I don't remember a lot about what was taught in regards to the Bible and Scripture and things like that, but there was one little um, quotation or Scripture that stood out for me. It didn't stand out enough that I would remember exactly what it was in terms of who said it. Was it John? Was it, you know, Ecclesiastes or whatever they, what some of those other ones were called? But it was, it was this, the quote, Let he who has not sinned cast the first stone. And it was a reminder that we are all not perfect. We are like imperfectly human. And it implied that no one, no one on this planet is faultless. And that therefore no one has such a right to pass judgment. And even ourselves, to even judge ourselves. So evolutionary psychologists have studied our natural negativity bias, which is this negative train of thought, this this um, focus and the spotlight that we seem to have and this natural uh, progression towards negativity. It's that instinct in all of us that makes negative experiences seem more significant than they really are. And so in other words, we've essentially evolved to give more weight to our flaws and our mistakes and shortcomings than we actually have to our successes. And that's not the end of the story. I mean, there are ways around our negativity bias and it is possible to turn some of that trash talk, that self-criticism, that being too hard on ourselves into opportunities for learning and personal growth. But I suppose we need to talk firstly how we got to this stage and why we're so hard on ourselves. And we can blame evolution to a degree. Our minds equip us with a mechanism to monitor our thoughts and our behaviour. And sometimes assigning negative value to our experiences and behaviours can ensnare us into cycles of unhelpful rumination. Like when you lie in bed at night and you're just rolling around, you've woken up at one o'clock in the morning, you know, midnight, three o'clock in the morning, and you're replaying some of the dumb shit that you've done or the things that you've said or that awkward interaction you've had with someone and you wish you could take that back, whether you've said something in in anger or frustration towards a loved one or you're repeatedly revisiting that that perceived failure that you did at work or that email that you sent um, in agitation. And this is where we get into that harmful, counterproductive side of self-criticism and being way too hard on ourselves. And this all started at the dawn of time. This is what kept us alive when we were cavemen and cave people. It 
it enabled us to remember, you know, your cousin that ate those blue little berries that were on that tree that poisoned him. And we will never forget those blueberries, but we essentially have forgotten the beautiful taste of those succulent and somewhat <laughs> delicious strawberries. Or the fact that we know that if we go outside at night, that big saber-toothed tiger might be fucking gnawing on our carcasses if we stay out at night too long. So we'll never forget to not go outside at night, but we 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 lose total memories of that beautiful monarch butterfly that seemed to hang around while you were taking a swim. So it's that negativity bias that has kept us alive, but it's also developed into that type of self-criticism that can have measurably destructive effects on us in 2021 and onwards, including symptoms of depression, anxiety, substance abuse, and a negative self-image or low sense of self-worth. And in a particularly vicious twist, decreased motivation and productivity for life. So beyond all the doom and gloom, you're like, fucking great podcast, Jamie. I'm feeling so, so pumped for taking time out of my day to listen to this. So what, what can we do about it? Like, What can we literally do about it? So aside from flooding your mind with self-compassion, the absolute contrast to what I've been previously talking about, my favorite way, my absolute favorite way to rise to a higher level of self-compassion and to enhance my self-image is to always, always go to the polar opposite of my negativity bias or where I'm being really hard on myself, I'll pause for a second. Like I will literally almost say in my mind, pause. And I will think of the positive truth. So what is the positive truth? Like you don't make shit up, otherwise it's not going to stick. But what is the actual positive truth to this? And a really short example is sometimes... You know, I get really tired. I work long hours. I juggle children. I juggle my own training, my own time, and a really busy small business. So a couple of times I'll drive to work in the morning and I'm like, wow, here we go again. The rat race, the autonomy of my life. And just when I'm, when I'm trapped in that negativity bias, I will pause and say to myself, well, in actual fact, I get to have conversations with people every day that I really, really like. I get to exercise in an environment that is congruent to the life I want to live. I actually get to hang out with amazing people. And the people that I'm working with this morning, they just so happen to be really good friends as well. So what the fuck are you complaining about? Like that is actually a really awesome opportunity. Some people are going to jobs that they really, really dislike and are so dissatisfied with. So that is like finding the positive truth and the contrast to my negativity bias or being really hard on myself. And another way I like to um, be more compassionate to myself and have more awareness and even a saner view of my life is a thing that I came up with and I often recommend to some clients that are stuck in this um, 
bias is a feedback journal, which just so happens to be my diary. So my feedback journal goes on the assumption that there is no failure and there is no mistakes in life. There is only feedback. So if I know that this universal law means that there is no failure, there is no mistakes, there's only feedback, I then proceed to make a list of the 10 greatest mistakes I've made in my life or the 10 greatest perceived failures that I've made in my life. And I write them down the left-hand column of my journal, all 10. And I am pretty sure beyond a shadow of doubt that you can come up with at least 10 as well because we are all imperfectly human. And I just saw you nod your head like you haven't got 10. (laughs) Cool story, bro. So on the right-hand side, we write down the corresponding lessons and the feedback that you got and the benefits that flowed into your life from these so-called failures. I'll give you another example. One of my greatest embarrassments and one of my greatest failures was another one of my drinking escapades. And I had just left the Navy and was making my way into the police, New Zealand police. And I'd gone right through the recruiting process all the way to the commissioned interview and worked really hard. Like I had to go and take tutoring lessons for math and things like that because I thought being a police diver would be an incredible job. And I had all my hopes, all my visions and aspirations tied up in this. And then I got drunk and then got into a drunken brawl and was arrested. So needless to say, I was ejected from the New Zealand police and never had the opportunity to become a police officer. Now, I had to go back and face all my friends and all my family and for about the next three months had to put up with people saying, oh, when do you go to the police college? You must be so pumped. And I had to turn around and let some of these people know what I had done. And so at the time, that was one of my greatest embarrassments because I didn't know what I was going to do next. Um, But when I wrote this in my feedback journal and I listed to the right-hand side what come about from that, I was able to go to university uh, down in Christchurch in New Zealand. I ended up going into the fitness industry. And as I sit here today making this podcast, none of this would have eventuated had it not been for my drunken shenanigans and my inability to keep my hands in my pockets. So these were some of the benefits that had flowed into my life from the so-called failure. So you'll get to see that your life would not be as rich and colourful had it not been for these perceived mistakes. So don't be so fucking hard on yourself. Give yourself a break. See your life for what it actually is. Your life is a journey, a journey of self-discovery, of personal growth, and the opportunity for lifelong learning. Ladies and gentlemen, have an incredible day. I hope this has helped, been some assistance, and I thank you for taking time out of your life to listen to the pure Jamie Milne podcast the pure jamie milne podcast Podcast.